0: didn't know it existed until i went to message you on what my songs were yeah and so i saw that and i listened to it before i messaged you my songs just to make sure i wasn't totally off base you know, it was it,
1: good It was good. yeah jason sent me um a couple of like three new songs so we kind of yeah mess it up right
0: off the bat uh-huh yeah i mean i have i have a list i have like let's see four bad songs yep. and four good songs five good songs and yeah I have, and then a whole bunch of others i have this whole word document so then i'm glad i listened to it because it's like oh i should probably only send one of these so yeah. i have a lot to talk about but only yeah only three to listen to i guess so we
1: can do multiple in the future <laughs> well i got the theme ready for it theme yes
0: great. I didn't hear it. Did it play? Oh, you didn't hear it? No. Shoot.
1: Oh, that's what we... um, Let's go to settings. All right. Can you hear that? Mm Mm-hmm. was hard That's pretty great that was way hard to make yeah because <laughs> i was using audacity which is like a free audio yeah editor.
0: i've used it for like 10 minutes
1: uh-huh it's not intuitive and can't do a lot and
0: uh-huh. like matching
1: the but beats matching the beats was so hard <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i still didn't i didn't well i guess it kind of is but it comes it jumps in i'm proud of it though that's funny. It's pretty so great. So your experience going through – so I guess the, my rules were the junior high and high school. Once I got into like freshman year of college, mm-hmm. those songs were out.
0: Yeah, I turned, I turned 18 the weekend that I moved up to Provo. Okay. So I had a full year of – two years, I guess, of being a teenager since I hit college, but I didn't count those. That's, yeah. that's different.
1: Yeah, junior high, high school, which is, mm-hmm. which is different. Um, Because I think music changed around like 2002, 2003 (laughs) Uh Uh-huh At least the music that I listened to uh, I'm not as I didn't listen to as much cringe-worthy music after (laughs) high school Yeah Maybe I was just influenced by the Brigham City Box Elder High
0: School crowd I don't know. I mean, I was in L.A. County and I was still listening to cringy music, so.
1: <laughs> I got some bad ones. Yeah. Let's start out with a good one <laughs> from you. Oh, okay. yeah. So you're saying that you went through, did you just go through your um, your iTunes library or whatever? Or did you go back?
0: My how, how Yeah, my iTunes experience? library is kind of trashed. So this is kind of like, I'm a victim of like really liking nostalgia sometimes so i went through this whole exercise probably like five years ago where i listened to like everything that i used to listen to okay and some of it was good and some of it was bad so this was just like a mini version of that just kind of like the greatest hits the stuff that i was the most obsessed with yep so but the past couple weeks yeah i've listened to many hours of old music that (laughs) i don't usually listen to anymore
1: any surprises like stuff that you thought you liked and then
0: turns out you didn't you don't anymore it was more the opposite since i already had done this before i kind of had an idea of stuff that's like really bad yeah um but there's a lot of stuff that is bad and that i can't defend but that i still enjoy listening to it just because of the nostalgia yeah yeah, you know, so there are a lot of those where it's like, oh, I'm going to listen to this. I'm ready to cringe, and while I'm listening to it, I'm like, this isn't as bad as I remember. Like, yeah, you're like I singing along write, in your head, you know writing an words. essay about why it's good, <laughs> but I'm enjoying listening to it right now. You know, yep. so there was a lot of that. All right, let's go to
1: your first song. Your first okay. song that you like. No, yeah, we do something you like, and then something you don't like, and then something that you like again to put the don't like in the middle. So something you like, you want to intro
0: it? Yeah. So the one I chose was cake, stick shifts and safety belts. And I probably could have chosen any cake song, which is kind of how I am. I listen to like bands and albums more than I listen to just songs. I don't know. Maybe everybody does that. Right. But yeah, I just chose a cake song. This was like, like I didn't really listen to music until seventh or eighth grade. Um, and then when I did, it was when I went on the National Jamboree. I had to get a, make a bunch of, like, mixed cassette tapes so I'd have something to listen to. So I dug through my older brother Brady's box of CDs, and I made just a whole bunch of mixtapes. And the ones that really stuck were Cake and Weezer. And those were my first two albums that I actually, like, owned. And we've already spent two podcasts talking about Weezer, so I'm not <laughs> even going to mention them anymore. So true. I decided to go with Cake.
1: Yeah. Okay, let's hear it.
2: And safety belts, bucket seats have all got to go When we're driving in the car It makes my baby seem so far I need you here with me Not way over in a bucket seat I need you to be here with me Not way over in a bucket seat Driving in my Malibu, it's easy to get right next to you. I say, baby, scoot over, please. And then she's right there next to me. I need you here
1: with me. I mean, that's a minute. It's a two-minute, 15-song.
0: Yeah, it's a pretty short one.
1: Fashion Nugget came out on December 9, 1996. I it contains 12. fourteen songs. Yeah. The distance, Frank Sinatra, mm, I will survive, stick Six stick shifts and safety belts. It's a lot. Fourteen yeah. songs.
0: Before I had the CD, I just remembered this. I uh, would listen to the album on this website that had Real Player. Do you remember Real Player? Yeah. Yeah, like streaming audio in 1996 was yeah. not good. Yeah. And so I'd listened to the whole album, and then I finally got the actual CD, and I remember just being so shocked that I Will Survive had the F word in it because I'd <laughs> listened to it like a hundred times, but the audio was so bad I couldn't understand the words. <laughs> so, yeah, that was fun. That's no, a good song. There's some good memories.
1: Yeah. Are you going to be doing songs too?
2: Yeah
0: i got some yeah good good
1: (laughs) so something i got oh i can't decide (sighs) oh i'm gonna do this one this is a radio everything in its right place that's a good song Nope, I'm sticking with it. I'm going back. Radiohead, (laughs) knives out. That's
0: another good one.
1: I chose that one because, oh, let's see. Amnesiac was the album that I had. I had the CD. It was um, in 2001, 2002. So it was probably a, a junior or so, junior going into senior. Uh, or maybe it was just senior year. But I remember listening to this, headphones, Disc Man.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And the whole album is just great. Yeah. We got Pyramid Song. Uh, revolving Doors, You and Whose Army, Morning Bell, Hunting Bears, and this Knives Out. Because I like, I think I like Everything in Its Right Place better, but Kid A, I didn't have the album. Mm-hmm. But Amnesiac was like the first Radiohead album that I owned. And so this this was my intro into it in 2001.
0: Yeah. I So I had like heard of Radiohead. In high school or whatever, but it wasn't until the summer after my senior year between high school and college. I worked at a metal shop, mm-hmm. and Radiohead was the only thing that everybody liked. So I spent like an entire summer listening to Radiohead, and it was great.
1: Yeah, going back and listening to The Bends and um, what else we got? OK Computer, Pablo Honey. OK
0: Computer is the best.
1: It is. Um but I didn't know about it until I heard it. <laughs> I didn't know about it until college, I guess, where Anthony would just play Radiohead all uh-huh. the time. <laughs> but yeah, I thought amnesiac was I didn't yeah. I mean you you get intro introduced to something and then you just gotta go back through the discography and listen to mm-hmm. the rest. <laughs> oh man. Are you ready to shift gears and go back to Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: So, go ahead, Sean. (laughs) Did you listen to this at all? I have not. is this going to be a surprise? Okay. So,
1: I I opened up the YouTube link, and it's got this boss talking for 30 seconds. And then (laughs) I just pushed pause. Yeah, because it's a
0: punk or ska video, so you have to have, like, some talking or a movie quote or something at the beginning of every song.
1: So, I'm going to start this at 27 seconds. I haven't heard it. Or maybe I have, but I didn't listen to it right now.
0: Yeah. So, you and Jason already talked about, like punk rock yeah which is what i listened to in high school almost exclusively so i well so punk and then i also leaned really hard into ska which i guess you guys didn't so much no i didn't jason i like to make fun
1: of it but i mean sell out real big fish i still Uh like sing to myself (laughs) yeah
0: like, there, there are very, very few ska songs that, like, I can listen to now, you know? But, like, back then, even with, like, the punk stuff, too, like, I didn't like Blink-182 because they were too trendy and, like, yeah. Green Day and stuff. You know, like, I was trying to dig into, like, the deep unknown whatever, which is just really, really bad when you go back and listen to it.
2: <laughs>
0: and so this, uh, the song I chose is by Codename Rocky, and it's yeah. called My Boss Sucks, and I remember I saw them live once or twice, I think, opening for other bands. So since, since like, I listened to a lot of, you know, smaller bands, I probably could have chosen an even worse song. <laughs> but this is, like, the worst song I could find that I genuinely really liked. Yeah, right, right. You know? Yeah, um, that
1: you didn't listen to just because, but you liked it, you knew
0: the words. Yeah, it's not, like, just some song that was on, like... Uh punkorama volume five or whatever you know some compilation album or whatever this was like something that i really liked and i like i remember seeing it on like a skateboarding video on espn too and being like oh my gosh they're like a big band like people actually like that but no who knows about codename rocky no let's hear it i'm excited okay
1: Oh, no, why must you be so lame to me?
2: I know
0: the lyrics are so bad.
1: I wasn't. It was going fine until the chorus. <laughs> I'm like, why does Sean not like this? This is a fine, <laughs> like muddy, muddy, muddy. The problem is, I have these headphones, right? Uh-huh. And I have voice meter, and voice meter oh, okay. takes my voice and then funnels it through the audio, so it's like a mm-hmm. second delayed, and I just hear myself echo that's and it's so worst. distracting and i've got to take one headphone out while i'm talking or outside uh... <laughs> so if i'm tripping over words is because i'm trying to like not listen to myself talking to myself uh, okay talk about it codename rocky
0: um yeah they're really not very good and that's their best song too like i'm sure if i listen to the whole album like that one's catchy at least you know that was great <laughs> like, why doesn't sean oh sean doesn't like it because these words are the worst that yeah i yeah. don't know the other thing about ska is it was just so formulaic you know like anytime anybody deviates away yep. from ska then it's not ska anymore and everybody's calling them sellouts and all this stuff well, they So got it all the voice. Up sounding like that
1: the ska voice sounded like goldfinger it sounded like real big fish
0: mm-hmm. uh yeah And it's like I could go back and still sort of enjoy listening to Real Big Fish and Goldfinger and, like, the hippos Uh and the aquabats, but they're kind of silly and jokey, so that's sort of a different thing. But, like, there's a lot of ska that I used to listen to like this that's just not – like, I can't even figure out why I liked it at all.
1: I mean, they're sitting there writing their song. It's like, my boss is so lame. Why are you so lame is in
0: the hook, like, the chorus – Mm -hmm. so the lyrics are my boss Uh calls me names and he complains why must you be so lame like uh, yeah that's not good
1: (laughs) alright oh man I'm nervous I'm nervous about my song so I was gonna do one band and one song and then I'm like I I like them still I can't I'm kind of iffy on them. Uh-huh. Like, I enjoy it. I can't trash them, but this band I can trash. It was probably uh, sophomore, junior year. The the genre is called G-punk. Like gangster punk. Okay. I don't know if you've ever heard of Head P.E. Mm-mm. Head P.E. is Head Planet Earth. It's kind of like a mix of Hardcore rock and like, uh, I don't know. It's a different, or I'll just play a song. It was really big in Brigham City in 2000. (laughs) And then they scream. That yeah. was a head to eat killing time. They got another one. It's called Bartender. You probably heard this one. Hold on.
2: Working, ain't nothing right. There's a hole in me that I can't fill, no matter how hard I try.
1: And then there's another one called The Meadow. I'm just doing a quick video review.
2: I just fall into the meadow. I close my eyes and I wait to die. Yes, I am a liar. Yes, I am a sinner.
1: So that's Head P.E., a sampling. The first song was the first song of the album, Killing Time. Uh huh. Loved it.
0: I know all the words. I can <laughs> sing along. It's like hardcore, but it's that specific brand of hardcore that only existed between like 1999 and 2003 or something. Yep.
1: That's yeah. it. I mean, the they sing like ballady songs. Like that last one was a ballady
0: same I like that album. one better than the other ones. I don't know that I'd seek it out, but...
1: I did too, but I like the whole album, and the first one, The Killing Time, was just like, the first song, you know, you put in a CD and just let it play, and mm-hmm. the first song's the first song. I knew all the words. Oh, Head B.E. is an American rock band from Huntington Beach, formed in 94. They're known for its eclectic, genre-crossing style fusion of gangster rap and punk punk rock termed g-punk and also for its reggae fused music so
0: it's like weird
2: <laughs>
0: and wait so was, how did you find out about them like everybody was, in brigham city was
1: listening to head pe everyone like my little brother and his friends me and my friends we we all knew about head pe i don't know oh. they like came to ogden and they had concerts and they were big <laughs> All right. Yeah, I've never heard of them until just now. No. Oh, I loved them. And now listening to that, it's like, oh, <laughs> so bad.
0: Oh, So this is kind of a tangent, but um, you mentioned Ogden. Did you ever go to that record store called Grey Whale in Ogden? Yeah. Yeah. That, that place had, like, a huge effect on the music that I listened to early on because we'd go up to Ogden. That's where my parents are from uh-huh. for the summer. And then you go to Grey Whale, and they have these racks that are like, buy five CDs for $5 each from this section. And you find two that you really want, and then you end up choosing three more that you only kind of want. And that's how you find out about new bands, because you got three CDs that had cool covers or something.
1: So was that on Uh, Washington, or
0: was that in Ogden Mall? It was uh, the one by Where the Pie is now. Um, I think it's on Washington. I don't know my streets very well because I never really drove in Ogden. Yeah.
1: So it wasn't in the mall. There was another CD store in the mall, and then there was Greywell. But Brigham City had its own CD store as well. Crazy. Yeah. How can that even (laughs) survive? (laughs) It didn't is the answer. (laughs) That's fun. Five CDs.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah. I went and – well – I'd always go with my friends to go CD, buy CDs. Mm-hmm. And I never had, like, I never I didn't want to commit to, it's a lot of money to commit. $15, dollars for an album. Uh,
0: Tony yeah, was going to buy. I'm shocked at how many CDs I had growing up. They were so expensive.
1: Yeah, my friend Tony was going to buy a Sublime album. And so we'd go look at the two albums, like, which one should I get? And we're like, just get the greatest hits. And so you get the, the greatest hits is the worst album. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was Head B.E. Oh, that man. was great. It was great. I forgot the band's name uh, for years. I was trying to think about this, who this band was, and I had no one to ask. And then <laughs> the lyrics to The Meadow came into my mind the other night. While I was trying to think about it, I'm like, I got, I got the lyrics, I know the song, I can Google the song, and the next day, I forgot them again, <laughs> <I> couldn't remember <laughs> it, but then the band's name came to me, I'm like, yes, Head Planet Earth, H-E-D-P-E. I'm so glad you remembered. <laughs> <laughs> so, listening to music now, how do you listen to music
0: so I we've talked about this before, but the past couple of years I've been listening to books a lot more than music. Yep. So most of the like new music I listen to is by like bands that I discovered in 2015 or earlier that put out new albums since then, you know, like I haven't been finding a lot of new bands, but um, I really haven't changed that much in how I listen to music. I don't have a Spotify account or, Right. Whatever, I still – I my iPod broke, so I listen to music on a little MP3 player, no-name brand, whatever, or on my phone. I have, like, a big memory card in there, so I can just download MP3s and load them on there. And I – when I am looking for new music, it's usually, like, Pitchfork through their best of, and, like, half of their best of I'm not going to like at all, and the other right. half I probably will. So, yep. yeah, it hasn't changed that much in the past 10 years or whatever. All right.
1: Yeah, I don't think I didn't ask Jason, but I'm I think I'm safe in assuming that he hasn't bought music in like I don't know 15 yeah. years. I don't know when was the last time you bought music?
0: Did you buy on iTunes when you, iTunes Mm-mm-mm. was new? I never bought anything on iTunes. <sighs> I don't know when the last time was that I bought music. <laughs> It kind of me... makes me feel a little bit bad.
1: Um, but... A couple of years ago, I think Rachel got an iTunes gift card. Mm-hmm. So I like, oh okay, I'll just go buy an album. From I think we bought some Christmas music or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but you're saying the song that you have, it's a
0: newish song? Yeah, so... The like the kind of music I've been listening to lately is still like kind of in the indie vein. I feel like indie's just so uh, like big of a genre that that doesn't really describe very much. But most of them that I've been listening to for whatever reason are like female singers, like um, Angel Olsen and Courtney Barnett and Mitski and stuff like that. So like indie female singer songwriters, whatever. This one I chose specifically. The song is Fool by Frankie Cosmos. And I chose it because when I was listening back to the songs that I used to like and that I genuinely loved then, I decided that I should choose a song now that I genuinely love that is the most likely for me to not love twenty years from now.
2: What? That's so, a,
0: that's so weird. Because, like, <laughs> no, like I unironically love this music in the okay. same way that I used to unironically love the music I used to love. You don't know. And it's in twenty years, up, I, I might still love this. Okay. What? You don't, do you so, think it will or will not hold up? I think it will. Like right now, I, I think it will, but. I don't know, know if judge. I could recommend this to anyone and expect them to love it too. So let me, let me set up who this is. So right. Frankie Cosmos is, uh, her name's, her real name is Greta Klein. She's the daughter of Phoebe Cates and Kevin Klein, weirdly. So okay. daughter of two actors. Yeah. And she started releasing all this music, which I've listened to like hundreds of songs on Bandcamp as like a teenager with an acoustic guitar or a keyboard in her bedroom. So just like, not good, but somehow really charming and almost like listening to someone's journal rather than listening to their music, you know, high school stuff. Mm -hmm. And then that kind of gained traction. And she started like recording these same sorts of like really intimate, simple songs, but like in a studio with a band. So it's kind of different than most of the other stuff that I listen to, which is why I have no idea whether or not it's going to hold up for me. But right now, like I've listened to this album a hundred times. Like I love it. She right, just came out with a new album, like, two days ago, and it's great.
2: <laughs> your name is a triangle, your heart is a square, I love to see you, way over there. You make me feel like a fool Waiting for you You make me feel like a fool Sean. Yep.
1: Great song. I like, I like it. <laughs> I like how there's like a, I don't know, like a mic buzzing sound, low quality feel to it. Mm-hmm. Like it's, there's no auto tune. There's no, it's just simple. And then the, the I guess the harmonies I really
0: enjoyed as well. well and the other thing I really like about that album specifically is there are lots of like weird tempo changes, mm-hmm. you know, like it'll just slow down in kind of an unpredictable way. And you can tell that it's just that's how she played it on her acoustic guitar. And then they turned it into a song with the band, you know? Yeah. So it's a band? Yeah. Is that two female singers or is she singing up, uh, her own? I think melody? on that album it's all her. Yeah. Um, I mean, she is the band, but her live yeah. band, I know she has a different okay. person that sings those parts. Sure. It's like a so. Ben
1: Queller singing his own or harmonies yeah yep um liked it who else you got (laughs) um (laughs) so was it you or was it jana or was it andrew that went to oh who was it she was in that one nintendo movie
0: oh jenny lewis yeah jenny lewis she's great rilo kiley yeah there you go So she's one that, like, Rilo Kylie was, and all those, well, Saddle Creek records, record label bands, they were all big, especially while I was on my mission, so I feel like I really missed out on that, and Mm -hmm. I remember getting back from my mission and not really being that into them, Yeah, but probably uh, when we were in Oregon, so like six years ago or something, it just clicked for me in, like, a very strong way, so they're, like, one of my, like, top favorite bands of all time now and I've just listened like to the point where I've listened to those albums so much that like I've almost like sucked all the emotion out of them you yeah, know like I need wrote. to take a little break before I listen <laughs> to them again because it's yeah but I love Rilo Kylie and Jenny Lewis and all that good stuff Um, the other one I don't know I, I thought that this counted but then I listened to the podcast and I realized it's not songs that you like now but songs that are modern No it, Right Right it's both Yeah it has both? to be modern and you like
1: It can't be Yeah because if it's yeah very specific We're because yeah,
0: it can't be like oh I discovered the Beatles when I was 19 right. and then you, Or yeah. I was
1: listening to like classic rock and I really liked Led Zeppelin or whatever It's got to mm-hmm. be of the time
0: while you were in that time it was very specific <laughs> Yeah, that's all right, because the other one I wanted to, have you ever heard of <clears throat> Penguin Cafe Orchestra? Yeah. Yeah, so they're like 80s and 90s, but I didn't know about them until three or four years ago. But they're like one of my favorites lately, where when I listen to them, I listen to like every song on every album, because they're great.
1: Man, well, I'm doing a podcast and recording the screen what's a
0: song Perpetuum Uh, Mobile Perpetuum Mobile That's, that's like the one that everybody knows and that's in like the background of every episode of This American Life but it's really good Like it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: yeah,
0: they're old, aren't they? When did they come out? I think they were, like, late 80s, early 90s. Okay. Yeah. But it's just, like, almost all instrumental. There are a couple mm-hmm. songs with vocals, but yeah. it's just, like, really minimalistic, a lot of times, like, kind of world music influenced, but they just take, like, one theme, and they play it a hundred different ways with, like, different harmonies under it. Right. And it's great.
1: Right now... Um, if I if, like I'm doing the dishes when I go over to the computer and turn on Pandora and the Pandora station that's like my default is the shins uh-huh and the shins are like an in-between um, like they weren't in when, when, I, when I was in high school I didn't really listen to them ever there was like mm-hmm. that popular shins on that one Zach Craft on movie. Garden State Garden State on the Garden State Strangland Track and that's my least I... favorite Shin song. Really? Yeah. I love that song. Eh, I don't. I didn't. And I still don't. Like, I'll skip it if it's on. <laughs> but the other ones are just great. I can listen to the Shins all the time. But I can't on this podcast because it's not modern and it's not a nice one. Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think that movie came out our freshman year. Yeah. Or sometime around then. And that's when they kind of exploded. Yep. So, yeah.
1: No, I really like them.
0: Yeah, that's Modest Mouse for me, too. Like, I didn't know Modest Mouse until, I think I knew they existed senior year of high school, but I didn't listen to them until college when you showed them to me. Right. But something that's modern that I listen to and I
1: love is the Hamilton soundtrack. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I could listen to Hamilton, and it just makes me cry every time. Like if I'm on a road trip or I'm driving to like Palm Springs to go to the Dev Summit, I'm like, all right, it's a four-hour drive. But on Hamilton, it's going to be like two hours and I'm going to feel some emotions and it's going to be great. (laughs) This one, I guess there's a Hamilton mixtape, which is okay, but I like this song. This is um, Regina, Regina Spectre featuring Ben Fold's Dear Theodosia.
2: what to say to you you have my eyes you have your mother's name when you came into the world you cried and it broke my heart i'm dedicating every day to you domestic life was never quite my style when you smiled
1: just had to get to some ben fold singing Mm -hmm. that ben folds is just that's a ben fold voice right there yeah it is (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's good the original is good too um
0: with just like aaron burr and hamilton singing to their kids yeah i haven't really listened to hamilton i know that it's something i'm supposed to listen to i just haven't done it yet i feel like i'm behind the times
1: do it. That was good. I enjoy it. Well, yeah. If you dedicate, like, hearing a song here and there is okay, but if you got time to dedicate to listen to the whole uh, soundtrack, the whole albums, two discs or whatever it is, you just got to listen to it through the whole thing. And then I will. We're gonna do it about Aunt Hamilton and the craziness. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm on board the bandwagon. <laughs> yeah i knew about like the commercial with like who sh- who killed alexander hamilton Alan Alan uh-huh. got milk <laughs> got milk <laughs> yep <laughs> and that was the extent oh man Bud's great there's some other yeah and then yeah i guess weezer i turn on the white album or i'd turn on uh Not the black album Pacific Daydream. Mm -hmm. I listen to those, I enjoy them. (laughs) Yeah, well, good, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, I'm I'd turn on the shins Pandora if I'm driving alone in my car, I'll turn on, or maybe even on a run or something.
0: I don't know, it's been such a hot summer. You go running Mm in Houston. I used to like my legs have been giving me trouble all year, so I'm just sitting around getting fat instead, and keep yeah. trying to start running, and then it just, you know, lots of false starts. It's great. So I stopped exercising, and
1: uh, I started doing the keto diet,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and lost a bunch of weight. I lost like 25 pounds without working out. I'm like, this diet thing really works. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> But now I'm like, don't have any muscle, and uh, got to start running again. It's going to be 99 degrees tomorrow. Oh, I've been in the hundreds for over a <laughs> oh, month. Oh, gosh.
0: <laughs> That's the worst. So I don't know. It, it doesn't get that hot here in Houston, but just the humidity is the worst. And it doesn't cool off at night. And, Yeah. Like, even when it's raining, it's just hotter because the clouds trap in all the heat and humidity. It's miserable.
1: So you, I don't know, were you going to move?
0: Yeah, maybe someday. I don't know. We were trying to move within my company that I'm at now to Portland. Mm -hmm. And we got the whole thing set up. And they were going to transfer me but keep me at the same salary. And since we lived there before, housing prices have literally doubled. Mm -hmm. So it'd be like, okay, so we moved to advance my career, and now it's advanced a little bit, and we'd be moving back to be like in the same crappy apartment, living paycheck to paycheck. And so we turned it down. So we're trying to figure out what the next step is now if we kind of hunker down here and buy a house and commit to houston which i really don't want to do or if we find somewhere that's not portland that we'd rather live i don't know if we go to like austin or something yeah i don't know the problem is like i don't like austin sounds fine but like i don't really like it sounds better than houston but it doesn't sound like where i want to live you know and i don't mm-hmm. want to move from one place that i don't really love to another place that i don't really love you know
1: yeah. oh, west coast is so expensive I, know. I tried to move over by Andrew and scared him away with my salary expectations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh well.
1: Sweet, Sean. Um, we did your song. We did my songs. We miss mm-hmm. anything?
0: I think we got it. I mean, I have a whole list of. I've got like two or three more episodes yeah. worth of stuff here. I didn't even really talk about punk rock that much or emo or garage rock. I mean, we got Were lots into- of stuff to go.
1: No. Oh, man.
0: I want to talk emo. Because emo <laughs> was
1: like not junior high school for me. I didn't yeah. know. I mean, Dashboard Confessional was around. I knew a couple people that liked them, but it wasn't me and my friends.
2: Mm-hmm. So...
1: You knew emo.
0: You were, like, into emo in high school? Emo was, like, the transition as ska and punk were getting less popular. Like, all that music turned into emo. So I didn't listen to a lot of it, but a lot of, like, that transition stuff, like New Found Glory that's, like, kind of in between punk and emo. Mm -hmm. And um, Dashboard Confessional. And I don't know. That was kind of when I was starting to, like, like that kind of music less. But yeah, it was kind of funny. Like, ska disappeared and emo showed up. Like, and
2: what do you think? Old, I remember a lot of like
0: drama when ska and punk bands would play like more emo style music, and the fan base would you know go crazy. So yeah, we'll talk emo in another episode
2: because I want to get <laughs> okay.
0: into
1: it. And maybe we should have like Merritt on here for that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to get him on. I want to hear um, what so his today, songs are. Do you listen to the radio at all? Like, what do you think about... Mm-mm. Do you have your finger to the pulse of youth culture?
0: Not at all. <laughs> no. Like, I haven't listened to the radio forever. When we were in Oregon, I would sometimes have to drive a truck for work that my iPod wouldn't plug into, mm-hmm. and there was, like, this... It was Portland, so there was, like, this really cool indie radio station, so even when I was listening to the radio, I, like, did not have a good idea of what popular music was at the time, so... Oh,
1: Sean... You don't have any opinions yeah. on like. Well, do you know anything of about
0: Imagine Dra- Dragons? <laughs> Just enough to know that I don't like them. What about I, Billie <laughs> Eilish? I've heard the name a million times, but that's all. What about?
1: I don't know. Cardi B. <laughs> oh,
0: not yeah. Let's not go there. <laughs>
1: All right, well, that's going to be someone else. Who? Yeah. Well, well, who's going to be on? Who's going to be the next episodes? Who do you want to hear?
0: I want to hear everybody. I think this is a great idea for a podcast. I want to hear the the fabled Rachel podcast. Mm-hmm. I want to hear Merit for sure. Yep. I don't know whoever you can get on. <laughs> Okay. You can't oh, do Carrie, because Carrie won't do it, and she listens to the same music she's always listened to. So. Oh, yeah, Carrie won't do it. I'll
1: just yeah, go so through that, my like, won't work. Escape from Q-Hall podcast list.
2: Mm-hmm. What songs does
1: Eric listen to?
0: I don't know. Get how uh... we need to get Paul Ricks on here. I remember... Freshman year Eric had a um C D player alarm clock and so it always wake him up to third eye blind. Yep. So yeah. Is that still like
1: something that Eric enjoys to listen to? <laughs> I don't know. Cool man. That's it. That's the episode. Alright. Uh I'll have some more people on and then we'll have a Sean returns. Cool. <laughs> All right. See you, man.
0: (laughs) All right. See you, Chad.
2: Hold up. Hope you're ready for the next episode. Hey.